With me today, I have Brian Terrell. He's a nonviolent peace activist. After growing up during the Vietnam War, he learned the reality of just how bad and devastating such travesties can be. He worked in a soup kitchen where he got to know men just out of prison for resisting the war and learned the connection between war, exploitation, and poverty. His protesting has helped push alternatives and save lives in ways that cannot be measured. Last fall in the Netherlands, he joined 25 other activists protesting against nuclear weapons located inside a military base in Volkel. They made the news after they successfully dug their way into the base in order to pass on the message that nuclear bombs needed to be removed. No more were to be brought in, and the CO2 emissions of the armed forces needed to be counted in the climate targets. Though currently he works in his farm in Iowa, the fight for peace will never be over. With me today, I'd like to introduce Brian Terrell. Hello, Julia. Would you like to tell me a little bit about how you found your way to being a peace activist? Well, um, yeah, so I think I, I came to the, the Catholic worker and to the, the peace movement kind of a roundabout way. I, I discovered as a teenager, started to read the Gospels and um you know, I, I finished one year of college and was not really wanting to go on with that. And uh, I found out the Catholic worker would take me, so I went. And and as you said, I, I met people. That was 1975. I was 19 years old. And I lived in a community that, that most of our work, we had a soup line that was feeding hundreds of people every day, uh, right near the Bowery, homeless people. And we had a uh, house of hospitality where we took in homeless people, two houses, actually, and housed people from the street. And the uh, these uh, works of mercy, you know, not charity, works of justice, fit in with the protesting, you know, just absolutely perfectly. We prayed and we served soup and we got arrested all with the same spirit. What was the first um, <laughs> protest that you went to? Um, well, I went to... I think the the very first ones actually were um, supporting the United Farm Workers, the farm workers in uh, California who were, um, you know, are still struggling for their rights and for economic uh, and social justice. Uh, Cesar Chavez is the great leader of of the United Farm Workers movement, and uh, and and in New York City, our Catholic Worker House went out under the you know direction of striking workers who'd come, traveled all over the country to, to lead these protests. But I, I think I got more serious. 1977, I was went to the uh, Pentagon with a community of people from around eastern United States. And uh, within a couple of days, I was arrested a couple of times for the first time. I, I was the first time was uh, a die-in. There, there, there was a weapon that uh, came out and that President Jimmy Carter, the great humanitarian, was very proud of called the neutron bomb. And this is one thing I don't know what what we had to do with stopping it, but we, but but it was stopped. And I don't think it would have had without people protesting in the street. This was a crazy bomb. This crazy idea was it was a very um, low explosion, but a very high radiation emission. So there's a small blast and fantastic radiation. That's terrifying. And well, the, the, the beauty of it, what they thought it would be was, is that you could, and also it, it dissipated very fast. So you could use this weapon on the battlefield and you could destroy, you could, you could, you could uh, kill all the people in the city and then have the soldiers come in shortly afterwards and do the cleanup and you have everything intact. <laughs> you have, <laughs> you, you take the city and you have the factories, you have the water product, the water system, you know, the sewage system all intact 
and and that was seen as a as a great you know step toward more humane warfare. In those days, you get right up to the Pentagon, and we had uh, about twenty of us just lay down on the you know we we had some people with leaflets and signs, and some of us just lay down on the on the steps and on the in the doorways, and people had to step over us and to kind of represent. So the people working at the Pentagon could see the idea of what it looks like to have go to work with bodies strewn around. Yeah, and a few days later, it was the day before New Year's Eve that year, and uh, we, with handcuffs and chains, closed the main entrances to the Pentagon. That was great fun because we were, we were able to address people who were very high in the decision-making process and just, uh, you know, it took them like 20 minutes to get the bolt cutters and things together and get us out and uh, take us away. Uh, but we had time to to address the individual people working at the Pentagon as human beings and, and you know, ask them to, you know, um, you know, take their New Year's holiday a day early, go home, think about what you're doing. So, so that, that was the... Uh, that was my uh, kind of my beginning in in this kind of activism that I'm still you know very much involved in. What are some of the best protests that you've done, and maybe what are some that might be coming up for you in the future? Well, I I think you know you mentioned this this protest in Vocal, which was fantastic. As you said, we 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 actually uh, dug a tunnel into the base, and we never thought we'd get away with it. We thought we'd be stopped. It'd be a symbolic. We're show, we're showing our intention of of, of Getting to the base, but it was really energetic you know, to feel once you finally realized we were we were going in to 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 you know to put our muscle into it and to to, to be active, our whole bodies and our whole minds. And we we're singing and 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 laughing and digging, and the the F sixteen fighter planes were were zooming over our head. Yeah, it, it made a lot of media, and I think it, I was the only American involved, the only one non Dutch person. I think that was very important. Also, I'm facing I have criminal charges facing in Germany right now from from similar protests at, at a base where the U.S. has nuclear weapons. Yeah, I think to to um, it, it's been a real privilege to um, spending time with people who are hopeful, and they're hopeful because they're acting. You know, they're because they're you know working for peace. That we're not just uh, helpless helpless victims. One thing I'm working on right now is with some friends in Madison, Wisconsin, where they're going to be basing, the U.S. government is going to be basing F-35 bombers at the airport in Madison. Uh, the noise of these these big fighter bombers and the, you know, the amount of pollution that they make is extraordinary. It's not like anything else you've seen uh, hanging around an airport or if you fly commercially or anything. We're planning a, uh, some protests there in March. I'm also working with the Nevada Desert Experience and we have every spring we have a walk from Las Vegas to the nuclear test site, which is about seventy miles. I've not been part of it all this time, but the Nevada Desert Experience has been doing for the last forty years. And again, it's important for us, I think, to get out of our heads and out of abstraction, and to put you know muscle and sweat and uh, actual you know being together with people and talking to people, you know, to put that into into our lives into action. Thank you for wording that so beautifully. So I think we're going to have to wrap this up. But um, is there any one last thing you want to say? Um, to say if this is, you know, to speak to someone of your generation, you know, we, we have a lot of hope in you. And we we really, you know, the, the awareness of the climate uh, situation that we're that we're leaving toward to you is you know, weighs heavily on my conscience and, and, and apologize 
<laughs> to you and to, to your generation and just um, waiting to see what you do next uh, because the world depends on you. Thank you so much for being here. I was interviewing Brian Terrell about peace activism. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye.